Good afternoon, folks. This is Dr. Dennis, the Wellness Doc, bringing you all things healthy for your mind, body, and soul. Welcome once again to my podcast entitled Comprehensive Health and Wellness. We are on location today at Morris Davidson Park in Plainsboro, New Jersey, very close to Princeton University. And we are joined today by the number one guest host, Uncle Paulie. What is up, Uncle Paulie? Oh my God, you know, you guys, this is always an honor and a pleasure to be here. I miss you guys, uh, like I always say, if you was here, give you freaking guys tremendous hugs and love. And uh, the only way I can do it now is through the airwaves, you know, through the microphone. But uh, hope you're all doing well and progressing forwards. And uh, the health tip of the day that I wanted to share with you guys is... uh, You know, we're all going to experience stress and we all interpret it in different ways and we're going to have these um, uncomfortable circumstances at times. So Uncle Paulie's number one health tip of the day to combat that is being grateful and thankful and making a list of these things. All the blessings, all the beautiful freaking things you guys have in your lives and i'm telling you it works almost uh you know instantaneously it's pretty incredible so without further ado i'm gonna throw the mic back to uh the doc and um we're gonna show a great we're gonna talk about a great show today we're gonna discuss some awesome things that are relevant to uh everyone all right all right doc you're up go right ahead thanks a lot uncle paulie and um Love your introductions, and it's time to get to business. So let's go. This show and episode will discuss the seven key steps to going towards the journey to the fountain of youth, the anti-aging patented formula that and system that I have developed. And folks, aging occurs throughout the body from a physiological sense, uh, actually when we're in our 20s, but I would say that this would be relevant more towards, you know, 40 and up. And um, these are seven very easy to do steps. The key will be frequency and consistency. Okay, number one on the list. As we age, folks, do we get more flexible or less flexible? Come on, you guys know. Hey, friggin' less flexible. Thanks a lot, Uncle Paulie. Absolutely right. Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. Number one, we need to stretch every day. Every single day. Whole body, 15, 20 minutes. Um, Frequency, ideal, two to three times a day. We'll take one a day. Once a day to start with. All right. Number one indicator for injuries, for falls, for um, things that rip, muscles that rip, for a decrease in athletic ability and performance and activity is a lack of flexibility and the ability to move, mobility. So that's number one on the list. Number two, once we activate the flexibility and mobility that turns on the core activation. Okay, what is the core? Real quick. Go ahead, Uncle Paulie. 
the freaking core is from the back of your head to like the top of your waist, all right? And you take saran wrap around your freaking body. It's all that, your spine, your hips, all right? And um, Doc will tell you why. Thanks, Uncle Paulie. So things like bridges, various forms of planks, and I just read an article from Harvard School of Medicine uh, I think it's called Heart Health or, or Heartbeat, something like that, newsletter, that basically said that planks are good. You know what's better? Is a farmer's walk. And you guys are probably saying, what the hell is that? We're not farmers. We're, we're city people. We have all types of jobs. Well, literally, you hold a weight, two dumbbells or two jugs of milk or two things of water, right? You keep your spine straight, you keep your head straight, and you walk at various speeds. And you'll notice that over time, uh, whatever weights you're hanging, that are hanging at the side of you start to increase. So it's the cumulative amount of work that occurs, and it is called dynamic stability that kicks in. So basically the core has to act while you're moving. It's very, it's much easier for the core to activate when you're standing still. So that's more of a static thing. Again, it's good. I'm just giving you one better. Next on the list. Okay, we're putting it all together now. Here's the whole picture. We're getting more flexible. We're getting more mobile. We're moving better. We're moving in a controlled manner because our core is activating. So guess what? Now we have increased balance and coordination. So the next thing on the list is going to be various types of strength training that are complex movements. In other words, not isolated movements. Examples, squats, uh, lunges, walking lunges, push-ups, okay, uh, various types of Olympic lifts. And Olympic lifts are very technical, so um, I do myself and with, with my clients and my, you know, my athletes and stuff, we do a lot of modified Olympic lifts because it requires balance, coordination, and actually when you're affecting every system of the body, um, you're also affecting every muscle, uh, nerve, everything together. So physiologically, you're activating everything, which means neurologically, you're affecting everything in the brain. And therefore, you imprint on the brain something extremely healthy and positive. So number three on the list is various types of strength training with your body weight, with weights, with kettlebells, with medicine balls. You know, it's so funny, folks, because in the olden days, um, or, you know, 50 years ago, medicine balls were, um, you know, very common, and it's so funny how we went back, you know, full circle, um, and things like this, and dumbbells versus machines versus even a dumbbell versus a barbell. You know, you have to focus on uh, balance and coordination much more when you're using dumbbells, so your results will be even at a higher level of overall strength and then functional strength that will carry over to, as an example, as a sport. Uh, let's say you play tennis or you're a hockey player like uh, Uncle Paulie and I. Absolutely, guys. Hockey number one. Thanks, Uncle Paulie. Um, okay, so we're at three um, steps so far. Number four on the list, cardiovascular exercise. All right, folks, listen, getting on a recumbent bike and uh, having a conversation with a friend for an hour, uh, no, I'm not talking that. I'm talking real 
aerobic exercise, which now we got to talk science, all right? And there's a lot of formulas out there, but let's keep it real simple. Take 220 minus your age. We're going to go anywhere from 60 to about 75% of that number, okay? And uh, a lot of people nowadays, you know, have the um, heart tracker and all this. You really don't need that. Um, the ones on the machines are very inaccurate, but... Um, you know, it would be challenging to have a conversation, let's say, if you were really working hard enough. And then, of course, we're going to talk about, yeah, we got to talk about here, hey, excuse me for freaking interrupting, Doc, uh, hit training, okay? High-intensity interval training. So let's just say you're on an elliptical trainer, right? You go in, so go about 30 minutes super fast, and then go about a minute where you go on normal speed, and then you go like this, or on a bicycle, or on you know, freaking treadmill, there, there's on anything, but the principle there is this interval training, you can't do it every single time, but you want to throw it in at least three days a week, all right, so that'll carry over again to whatever sport that you do that requires endurance and also sprints like soccer, uh, football, you know, things like this, all right, thanks Uncle Paulie, so cardiovascular, aerobic exercise, obviously as we age, we need to focus on the heart and all the other systems, because without a respiratory system, without the heart, without circulation, we don't have any muscle strength or anything else. We don't have muscles and we, we don't stand up straight. So, okay, that's number four on the list. Number five, get your butt in the pool. That's why I wrote the book. Step out on the water. It's on Amazon.com. We have um, two available ways to get it, either via Kindle, which is $2.99, or the paperback, which is $12.99. I wrote it for a reason. Here's the bonus, folks. There's a sample program in the book. All you got to do is look at it. You can make a copy of it. It's for you. Bottom line is for athletic performance optimization for the longevity for your lifetime, you get in the pool. It's less stress on the joints. The buoyancy provides support from a neurological perspective. So in short, the brain goes, oh, you know what? It's okay for me to move now. Even though I had pain before, I don't have pain now. So I'm gonna move better. If I move better, I get in better shape, bottom line. Okay, I get more flexible, I get more core activation, and I get stronger, all right? So adding that, whether you have pain or you don't have pain, and you know, you ask a thousand people, 999 will say swimming is the best form of exercise. Um, it's up there. So you need to incorporate that, especially as you age. It has saved my life. Uh, yeah, freaking Doc, it saved my life too. You know, with all my injuries and being a big dude like you, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, after I freaking swim, I'm like a powerhouse the next day, you know, when we lift some weights and stuff. It's unbelievable how, how that works. And you get freaking energy and uh, you relax at the same time. And um, Doc can talk about that in a minute. Thanks a lot, Uncle Paulie. Um, so the the uh, component, the mental emotional component of getting in the water, and I spoke about it before a little bit, but I'll talk about it again, is activating the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the relaxation system of the body. It is a counterbalance. It is a counteractive um, system to the automatic, the fight or flight, the sympathetic nervous system, and this is reflexive and how long can we run a sprint for, which means how, how long can we be in a stressful mode when various types of hormones that damage and destroy the body, like cortisone, cortisol, and such, um, we have to have something to counterbalance that. So, you know, 
It affects every system when we're stressed, respiratory, heart rate, everything. So we can't stay in that state for very long and uh, we need a counterbalance. And the way we do that is through meditative type movements, but also, um, and I'll get into that in a minute, the Tai Chi, yoga, uh, things of this nature. But I'm really focused on the pool right now where the, uh, from a neurological sense, the, the brain interprets the support, which is given by the buoyancy in the water as it's a green light to activate everything and to enhance everything. And mentally, uh, when we are in a relaxed state, the vagus nerve is stimulated, which tells everything to just be calm and relaxed and productive. And you know, it's funny when we're in that state, our digestion is 100% in its most optimal level of, um, of working. So it's interesting how when we're stressed, it, it uh, inversely uh, correlates to decreased um, digestion, which is a big problem and, you know, leading to a lot of the things out there, uh, irritable bowel syndrome and a whole bunch of other things. So anyway, that's what we're talking about here. Get in the pool several days per week. Okay. A bathtub is not the same. The, the level of buoyancy is very different. Um, even a hot tub, it's, it's not the same got to get in a swimming pool so do what you got to do uh for a lot of people out there that are over 65 obviously a lot of the gyms have the silver sneakers program where um most gyms have it where i don't think you're paying you don't have to pay for uh membership so there's no excuse folks you know uh some places like the ymca they have discounted rates i know for myself i'm 55 plus right so i guess some you know in that range i've been paying 30 dollars a month at la fitness for 10 years now and I go 20, I go about 26 times a month. So it's costing me, you know, about a dollar a day, dollar and change. Is it worth it? Absolutely. All right. Okay. That is number five on the list. If, if I'm correct, folks. And the uh, next one is it led into Tai Chi. <clears throat> and folks, you know, there's good things out there. There are pros and cons. A lot of pros with yoga also. But I have to tell you that. The majority of the research now is really, really backing up Tai Chi because of the um, requirement to have balance and coordination and while simultaneously utilizing the proper type of breathing, the diaphragmatic or deep breathing and controlled breathing, which actually when you're using controlled breathing and then you pause for five to ten seconds, you are now activating that vagus nerve stimulation, which again is only positive. And uh, we talked about the differentiation of you know holding your breath and straining, which is the val- valsalva maneuver. Maneuver. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about controlled breathing and a controlled uh, pause where you're holding in the air and then letting it out slowly. And it truly is phenomenal. So Tai Chi. There are so many different types of modifications that you can make, but there's tremendous carryover. And if you practice it often properly, you will increase flexibility, you'll increase muscle strength, you'll increase endurance, you'll increase balance and coordination. And as we age, the probability of falls goes up. Just look at the research, folks, okay? I'm not I'm not pulling this out of my you-know-what, okay? You know, especially in the 70 to 100 age range, how many people are, are suffering from falls and it changes their life forever and with tremendous complications after that and a lot of times death. So 
Um, and I even spoke to a lot of people my age range. Their balance is not good. And it's actually a simple formula to change that. And it's everything that I'm sharing today. I'm going to put all of these seven steps in the description box below. I want to give a shout out to uh, my colleague and new friend, the psychologist, uh, Joe, uh, Dr. Joe Cassiani. And um, he his um, uh, website, but also his podcast is Living to 100 Club. And we had an awesome discussion last week where I was a guest on his show. I will leave that link also in the description box below. And a lot of what we're, we're, we're me, Uncle Paulie, and I are talking about today, uh, we discussed on the show. And uh, it was really great. We're going to have a series uh, coming up. And so stay tuned for that. Okay, lastly on the list, folks, nutrition. Look, here's the bottom line. You got you to gotta eat better. You, you, you need to eat health. We need to eat healthier as we age okay just like i say go ahead uncle paulie i gotta say this folks you know the analogy we freaking use you know when you got a car freaking get over 125 150,000 miles what happens do you still just need an oil change no high probability systems in the car right systems in the engine which is the central processing center well actually now with computers in the car that's the central processing center things start to go and it's never just one thing. It's A plus B plus C. You know what I mean? So same thing in the body and the mind and all of this as humans emotionally, it changes. Okay? So we need to eat healthier. We can't put crap in our bodies. All right, folks? Bottom line. You put garbage in a, you know, you put dirt in a in a Ferrari gas tank, what's going to happen? All right? Are we not at least equal to, you know, Ferraris? I mean, come on. How, how much is um, a human being worth? Well probably an infinite amount, right? We had the $6 million man on TV uh, eons ago where some of the people listening to this, you know, they, they never heard of it, but that's the bottom line, folks. You know, don't go to freaking fast food. I'm sorry. You know, make it yourself. Um, find places that offer healthy opportunities, uh, healthy options. You know what I mean? Like um, fresh vegetables. They don't have to be raw. You know, there's, uh, we can talk about that in another show. You know, some vegetables are better raw, but most are not. Um, but if, if the majority of what you're eating is vegetables followed by high quality protein, you're going to be doing pretty good. And, uh, you know, Doc was talking about before, you know, the difference, like over 40, uh, women do very well. Women over 40 do very well with, uh, legumes with a, uh, you know, smaller amount of protein than men, you know, two, three ounces per meal. And actually every snack should also have protein. And I was, I was telling a friend about this uh, the other day <clears throat> and I asked her, what do you do for a snack? She said, well, this, that, and the other. I said, where's your freaking protein? Okay. It affects blood sugar levels. It affects, uh, insulin levels and, uh, only good things. All right. And the, the flip side of that, uh, like what doc was saying was, uh, yeah, for men, you know, we need a good amount, anywhere from four to six ounces as we start to age, you know, high quality, like uh, wild salmon, you know, wild cod, things like this, uh, mackerel, and uh, sardines, you know, we do very, very well, and uh, pasture-raised eggs, I'm uh, sorry, pasture-raised eggs, you know what I mean, and uh, hardy vegetables, you know, the cruciferous, boy, that's hard to say, that means cancer-fighting, people, okay, <laughs> these are superfoods, all right? So, you know, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, bok choy, kale, 
all this stuff. Now, you want it to be organic, all right? Because with the high demand, especially with cauliflower nowadays, you've got to get organic, uh, you know, the GMO stuff and all that kind of that. All right, Doc, go ahead. So, folks, you know, it, it we're, we're laying out the um, game plan for optimizing overall health, mind, body, and soul, uh, optimizing performance, whether you're an athlete or you're active or you like to hike or whatever you do, and preventing the probability of injury, which all of this is anti-aging and really regaining that fountain of youth. And I will, we're, at, we're towards the end now, and I will just talk about, you know, Jack LaLanne, which again, some people may not know him. He really, in my opinion, is, is one of the fathers of uh, fitness and uh, his original training was as a chiropractor, which is awesome. So he knew quite a bit about nutrition. He was actually 50 years ahead of his time. But the guy was a swimmer and, and weightlifter. So he'd swim for an hour against the current, uh, doing the butterfly, which to this day I'm still blown away. Uh, on his 72nd birthday, I think it was, in Long Beach, uh, California, he pulled 72 rowboats with people in them. So guy was freaking Superman. And, um, and then after he'd do his hour of uh, swimming against a current uh, every morning, then he'd also weight train for an hour. And um, just amazing. And uh, look, he's an anomaly. He is a superhero. But the point is, uh, we could all be, we could all, we could all refine where we're at from a physiological point of view, but also mental, emotional point, point of view, because all of this is linked together. It is a synergistic approach and everything that I'm sharing with you is backed by research and I'm going to make this disclaimer right now folks what I'm sharing with you is a general program it is not specific to you there are no guaranteed results however what I'm sharing is that research backs up is very positive towards each of these um, each of these keys that I'm sharing with you all right so look you know people you know it's so funny you get resistance from people that you know are always looking for excuses and like, well, you're gonna die anyway. Well, you know what? That's true. However, why not do any everything that you can to optimize and thrive in your life right now? That's the question you have to ask. And are you willing to put the time in for yourself? And here's the other question. Yeah, use freaking guys worth it. Do use guys think you worth this? Put the time in, you know. And look, it takes 90 days uh, for a behavior to, to, to truly, truly uh, transform, okay? Not, uh, you know, do it for two weeks, off for two weeks. You know, this is what it takes. So about 90 days in general for true behavior, for physiologically, neurologically, for things to change. It's about that time period too. As an example, right, when you break a bone, what does the doctor say? You got about six to eight weeks with the cast. And then it's another six to eight weeks when we talk about muscle hypertrophy, right? Getting stronger. So you put that all together. We're looking at 12 to 16 weeks, 12 weeks on the low end, give or take. Um, a little bit longer as we age. You know, uh, uh, a 30-year-old is going to have different results uh, quicker than, let's just say, a 90-year-old, hypothetically. All right? Just that as, as a freaking example. All right? So uh, I'm done for today. Doc, finish it up. All right, folks, I hope that this was useful to you all today. I wanted to give you a just a quick roadmap, uh, seven key steps that you can take right now towards anti-aging, 
the journey to the fountain of youth and optimizing your level of health in your life. As always, we're here to provide support, encouragement, inspiration, and specialized knowledge so that you can optimize your level of performance in your lives. God bless. Take care. Talk to you soon.